they want you to look at it, you know, and do work your wonders. Yes. No, that's not the program. <laughs> that would be reliance on self. This program isn't like self suddenly becomes reliant or reliable. No, it's a, it's a reliance on a higher power program. Yeah. I didn't get any message at 10 years that, okay, this program's shifting into reliance on self once again. I didn't get it 10 year, 20 year, 30 year. Never received it. I never received that message. It's always been a reliance on a higher power. I am convinced that I'm not managerial quality completely. Yeah, I've had enough of, of that managerial team. <laughs> I couldn't live, I couldn't make it through two hours of that shit. It's like being, you know, it's like going to the rodeo and riding that giant bull at 70 years old. (laughs) You're going to break every bone in your body when it throws you off in like four seconds, three seconds. It's going to be your first and last rodeo. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Uh, you know it says we were driven by a hundred forms one form would drive me crazy now (laughs) it used to have a hundred forms of it one little form yeah i'm I'm used to being at peace and and content and satisfied (laughs) i don't know if i could uh adapt to that irritable restless discontent state I really don't think the system could do it. Yeah, it's just gotten too used to being okay. <laughs> and I don't think it can get used to being un- not okay anymore. I really don't. I don't know how people do it, really, who go back out after 20 years and stuff. Wow. Which happens a lot, actually. Yeah. And then I remember when they come back in, they didn't really realize how valuable the absence of that craving was until the craving comes back. And now they're being driven crazy once again, and they can't fucking believe it. They're sitting in the meeting, just dreaming of a glass of wine the whole hour. What an insane bondage of self. Yeah. So, Hey, we have a solution. I think we just need to be clearer about the problem. I do. I do not believe uh, that we defeated us. I do not believe we manufacture a misery. I believe we have the ability to manufacture a lot of stuff based on who's running the show. Yeah. Yeah. And basically, a lot of times, as a, a great master supposedly said, you know, you can, you'll know the tree by its fruits, you know, so you may not be able to get a glimpse of the tree, but hey, if you're resentful and anxious and fearful all day, you must be, you must have the master of self in place, really. If you sort of have a relief of being available to others and a sense of presence and all that, you're sitting under the right tree. You'll know the tree by its fruits. Simple. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you go to page 64, the whole 
view of this these talks is based on that now the next paragraph bill w presents it in another way but it was presented on page 64 to look at the inventory as and prefaced on the being convinced that self has defeated us and we will now look at self's manifestations in our lives so what so that we can recognize the defeat before we get defeated again yes because now we're spiritually awake now we're starting to see false evidence as false evidence yeah we're coming out of that trance so to speak and you know i that's the whole way i view the program is based on page 64 and that simple sentence i just do not believe uh i did all that shit while i was under the influence i think i was used for transportation i wasn't a gps for the transportation yeah something else had me now if you agree with that then maybe you can look at the manifestations of self and stop calling them yours yeah so who says a resentment is yours the thing that produced the resentment that's what says it <laughs> the head the head says my products are your products <laughs> yeah. my manifestations are your manifestations and in a sense we mostly don't know any better yeah because we haven't had that spiritual touchstone we haven't touched it or we have seemingly forgotten that sense of spirit yeah so basically the head has a field day it can say you know, these are ours, this is ours, that's ours, that's ours, and we have no, we don't have a, an understanding to see it, yeah? So, how did resentments become ours? I don't understand, yeah? Yeah. Do they come back when you call them? Yeah. Do they sit down when they keep jumping on you when you say sit down? It doesn't seem like you have anything really to do with them other than be under the effect of them, yeah? Or not be under the effect of them. Yeah, so, and obviously fear. Is there really fear? I think fear is built into being a person, seemingly. But what it what plays the fear is anxiety, yeah? The mental state plays the fear like an instrument and it produces anxiety. It sounds like fear, it feels like fear, but there's no apparent threat in the situation you're in. So it's made up, yes? It's made up. If you look around, the little cat I have isn't a tiger. <laughs> I'm not afraid of the cat. You know what I mean? Yeah. So why, why if I'm like flipping out right now, but there's nothing that's causing the flip out other than the head, yeah? That's an incredible diagnosis. I must have faith in the head more than faith in what's happening. Because how could what's not happening override what's happening other than by faith, yeah? I must have faith that next week is more important than right now. <laughs> to be worried more about next week than be present right now, yeah? Doesn't that tell you a lot? I feel, I think so. It's a pretty good triangulation. If I'm flipping out today and it's not about today, yeah, I would say that's one of the uh, 
lovely, lovely benefits of bondage of self. Yeah. It's not enough with what you have to deal with today. You got to deal with yesterday and tomorrow, which it just makes tons of shit up about. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, could you imagine I got hit by a car, but I didn't ever think about getting hit by a car until the I got hit by the car. I would have hated being constantly thinking about getting hit by the car before I got hit by the car for years. <laughs> you know what I mean? That would have been actually worse than getting hit by the car, probably. The fear of getting hit by a car. Yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I can't remember, but I'm sure I didn't have a fear of getting hit by the car while getting hit by the car. I was too absorbed in the moment to have a fear about it. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever had a situation where there's an accident and you're spinning on the highway, time really slows up and it's sort of like you're in a very neutral space because you don't know what's going on. All the yapping and all the, oh, it could mean that it's, it's all been shrunk to that moment. There's no extra fucking uh, filler. Yeah. You're just there because it's necessary to be there. We got a weird leisure or a weird uh, level of leisure that we can just entertain shit all fucking day. <laughs> you know what I mean? That I'm screwed, that this is terrible, this is gonna happen. Yeah. Whatever, you know, I could go on and on, but I can speak, I speak about it because I'm relieved of it, yeah? To me, it's more comedic than news, yeah. And it's really, I, I, people who wrote journals or write journals, I bet you if you went down, you know, 20 years ago, it would be the similar journal that you're writing about today. I'm afraid of, and then different fucking things. <laughs> you know what I mean? It would be basically the same condition that you live now from would be there. Yeah, what the hell? What you were afraid of would be different, but the basic condition you're meeting everything would be exactly the same. That to me is the bondage of self, yeah. Yeah, this is what AA offers. What what have you run into that says you're gonna have a new attitude and a new outlook? I don't know, even the new age shit, they don't pull that one off. You know, they may say you will have a new look for a day or two or something if you rub this ointment, but basically a new attitude and a new outlook and a new happiness and a new freedom. I think selling products, you don't want them to have a new attitude and outlook. It's the old attitude and old outlook that causes you to want to get a product. Yeah, that would be going against the business of commerce here. But a new attitude and a new outlook, a new freedom and a new happiness, that's an incredible statement, yeah? Because that's where your journal would be sufficiently different. You wouldn't start of, I'm afraid of, you'd start, man, I feel great or whatever. Everything is cool. What about others, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. There you go, whatever, what, I don't know. Did we do a reading? No, we just bypassed all that. Thanks for making my job easier, Paul. Yeah, there you go, yes. I don't see any hands yet. 
if anyone has a question, uh, just raise your hand and we'll let you let talk. Me run, let me run this by uh, Jack. Let's yep. go over the old thing about faith in we we agnostics. Okay. And let's think a little bit. Let's just sit and feel what is faith? What is that? Not a faith, not like Christianity or Islam. Faith, faith. I feel it's like a force, like gravity. Yeah. Like they have those four fundamental forces. I think it's gravity, dark matter, whatever. But I believe faith is one of those forces. And faith, you know, can move mountains, as some teachers have said. You can have the faith the size of a mustard seed and move mountains. Yeah. So I feel faith is behind or before everything. So when someone says they don't have any faith, there's faith in that idea. Yeah. So there's faith. Even if you feel you're, you're, don't trust anything, there's trusting that idea. Yeah. So your faith, I believe, is a force that works through us. And as, as most forces and power, it's best to have a wise direction, yes? Yeah? Certain forces, if put to one use, are very destructive. If they're put to another use, they're constructive, yes? We've realized that we are a force. And when it's taken over by this idea of self, it can be quite catastrophic for ourselves and others, yes? Yet that same force, take it turned over to the higher power, will be quite constructive for ourselves and others. It's the same force, yeah? It's the same energy, but it's how it's directed is going to dictate its manifestation. Yeah, Sort of like the factory that manufactures misery. Well, the, the machinery that manufactures misery could manufacture empathy, could manufacture compassion. It's just there's an intent to how to use the force, how to use the machinery, and that intent is to create chaos and fucking drama and, yes, demoralization and pitiful shit like that. That same force, that's those, that same machinery, if directed, let's say, by something other than that, old employer can produce incredible stuff, yeah? The ability to enjoy peace of mind, to understand serenity and no peace, yeah? Those are incredible consequences or products. But it's the same force, yeah? The same electricity that that uh, runs that machine that kills people is the same electricity that runs a machine that saves them, yes? So that force. Okay, so faith, he says it here very clearly on page 53, the bottom of it. It's He's in the process of trying to make it okay for people who feel like they don't believe in God to still take advantage of the value of this program. Yes, so, and he's bending over backwards really to, so here he finally says, hey, let us think a little more closely Without knowing it, this is the key. Without knowing it, had we not been brought to where we stood by a certain kind of faith. This is, this is the difference between 
the condition you're in before the program and the steps, and then the spiritual awakening. Because the without knowing it changes in the spiritual awakening. You now know false evidence. Yeah. Not after the fact it appeared real, but before it appears real. Yeah. So without knowing it, had we not been brought to where we stood by a certain kind of faith. To me, yeah. For did we not believe in our own reasoning? Yes, so obviously the problem resides in the mind. One of the aspects of the mental processes is thinking, yes. I would say that's what he means by reasoning. Yeah, the way we think about things, the way we come to a conclusion. Did we not have confidence in our ability to think? Yes, there you go. These are questions we're supposed to answer. Yeah, it's not like, oh, let's get to the next paragraph. We're meant to stop at each one of these sentences and are you convinced of this or not? Yeah. He's given us a diagnosis that we may not have heard before. He's offering it and he's asking us to sit with it. Yeah. (laughs) We do not have confidence in our ability to think. What was that but a sort of faith? Yeah. Yes, we had been faithful abjectly faithful to the God of reason. Now, this is news to most of us, yeah, when we come into AA, or even in AA, yeah. We have no idea the role of faith in the thought system. We just think they're our thoughts, yeah. Yeah. We don't recognize the relationship of a force with the thoughts, yeah. There's a lot of faith in the thoughts, and a lot of those thoughts are alcoholic thoughts. So there's faith in the disease while we're trying to recover from it. Hmm. What was that but a sort of faith? Yeah, exactly. Yes, we had been faithful, abjectly faithful to the God of reason. Hey, That's a part of what you're convinced of, yeah? (laughs) So in one way or another, we discovered that faith had been involved all the time. I would say right now is part of all the time, yeah? Or is this a special moment out of time? No, I think it's included in that statement. Faith... (laughs) We discovered that faith had been involved all the time, right now, yes. So faith is involved in anything all the time. Isn't that our role? Who else brings faith to false evidence? We do, yes? Who else brings the faith for false evidence to appear real? We do. What else does? Tell me. What else is sitting next to you looking at false evidence and having it appear real to it? Yeah, something is. Something's reacting to false evidence as if it's real. I don't think it's us. I think it's the mental condition. Yeah? But in most cases, we believe we are the mental condition. We're identified as self. 
this is the dilemma with perhaps there's a better way. If there's an incredible amount of faith in the finite self, you may try to be have faith in the infinite as the finite self. That would be more faith in the finite self and a lot less faith in the infinite. Even though the topic is faith in the infinite, the, the activity is faith in finite self. <laughs> because who are you having faith in to have faith in the infinite? Self. <laughs> <laughs> That's faith in self, yes? So basically, the important thing is lose interest in self. And then there's faith in the infinite. Yeah. How do you, how do you lose interest in a failed system? First of all, see it as a failed system. Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, have a clear understanding that there's an act of being identified as the failed system. So you're wanting to get out of the system is as the system. Yeah. That's why you're caught in self can't get out of self. Yeah. You don't think tons of people haven't tried to get out of self as self. They're trying to save us a lot of time and tell us self can't get out of self. <laughs> you could be put to better use than that. <laughs> The old employer will keep trying to use you in this in the activity of self trying to get out of self. That's basically what it does all day. <laughs> it says you're in something and then it has a desire to get out of it, which is the bigger form of being in it, because the false evidence is you're in it. You're not in it. You are not of self. You are not of a mental condition. You are a prior condition. Let's call it spiritual. Yeah. You are, I am. Yeah. That which was seeing what was going on on the worst day is the same thing that's seeing it, what's going on on the best day. It has nothing to do worse than best. There's an awareness or a spiritual awakeness or a conscious contact that's before all this mental shenanigans. Yeah. I would say that's our inherent state. Yeah. The state that doesn't come and go, doesn't expand and contract, it just is, yeah? The day I least deserve seeing, I'm seeing. The day I most deserve seeing, I'm seeing. It doesn't matter my value meter. It's just my eyes are open, I'm animated, I'm seeing something. <laughs> I don't seem to have to mea culpa all day. Oh, please let me see. It seems to be freely given. <laughs> Please let me hear. I'm hearing all day. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Is that a condition we be, we got into, or is that the basis of all our conditions? Seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. Is that a condition we're in, or is that the in of all conditions? I would say that's it. The animation of us 
that provokes the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching is us. Yeah. The story of us ain't us. The story comes after the fact, not before it. When it comes before the fact, it makes false evidence appear real. <laughs> it makes up its own facts. It does. <laughs> it says you're screwed when you're not. It, say, it says you're going to be screwed when you're not. It says you were screwed when you're not. <laughs> and this shit keeps affecting us all day through faith, really. How can something that's not happening produce an effect? They would, must, they would have to have a lot of faith that it's happening. Yeah, to produce an effect. So well, that's, the, that's the realm of what's not happening. Most of us live in, yeah? What's not happening happens now. Yeah? How it overrides the now is through faith. There's more faith in what's not happening there than there is in what's happening. What's happening becomes just a, a fucking cumbersome fact we just like to override by thinking about yesterday and tomorrow all day. <laughs> but if, every time we get kicked off of that mental train, we are at the same station we've been at all day, here and now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so real when I'm on the train. Yes. Don't you see the train ain't real. It's so real when you're on the train. Yes. The train ain't real. It's so real when you're on the train. There's the role we play. Yeah. We give the reality to the train by being on the train. Yeah. Like it or not, we're dreaming. We're the dreaming. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. So, there's a freedom available. It doesn't need to be through anything, yet it can be through recovery. Yeah. For many of us, that's how it's playing out in this little drama. Yeah. AA higher power has done and is doing for us what we can't do for ourselves. Yeah. I want a more exotic manner. Well, you know, be happy with the way it is. There may be a lot of unintended consequences with the exotic answer. Let's just say, you know, dog shit awareness is pretty good. Yeah, stay there. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't feel special anymore. Great. That's very good. That's a sign of losing interest in self. <laughs> You're going to have to go through the, the, <laughs> the, the clothing of the emperor. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're not that special, really, you know. <laughs> the thoughts aren't yours. The feelings aren't yours. Your reactions aren't yours. They're just run-of-the-mill reactions and feelings and thoughts, yeah, about with a head with alcoholism, yeah, basically. Yeah, so 
Now we can have the head with spirit and we'll have different. Yeah? The thoughts will be seen as thoughts. They won't be the, you know, the oracle of Greece anymore, <laughs> of Mount Olympus. They'll be thoughts. You'll see the commonality of it all, the repetitive nature, uh, the smallness or myopicness. You'll recognize it, yeah? It's a small system. You don't want it to have a large influence. <laughs> Spiritual awakening isn't based on thoughts. Yeah? The spirit doesn't come about through thoughts. It's before thoughts. Yeah? It's what's seeing thoughts. Thoughts don't see shit. Thoughts are seen. They're like objects, mental objects. The subjectiveness of us see thoughts. Yeah? But see, what happens is the thoughts trigger this sense that I'm the thinker, and then the thinker is pictured as a body, another object, yeah? So thoughts are objects, and they are pictured as that another object as having the thoughts. The animating principle is totally out of the equation, yeah? If you think a body was thinking all day, Hmm, never mind that. Just, <laughs> I don't want to picture it, really. <laughs> I'd rather <laughs> not have that image in the head today. <laughs> no. So. so do you see that the thinker is, an, is a, objectified as a body? Yeah, so when you're remembered as a thinker, you're pictured as a body. You're, when you're remembered as a doer, you're pictured as a body. When you're remembered at a, as a feeler, you're pictured as a body. When you go into memories, you're seen as a body. When you go into future worries, you're pictured as a body. The system takes you to be a body. It does, yeah. Now, do you believe that body has the ability to become spiritual? I don't think so. I don't. Yeah, I think it can express spirituality because the body is not, it's not what's playing the note, it's the trumpet, yeah? Something is playing the note, something is living through this body. I do not believe it's the body that's living. I've seen dead bodies that I used to think were my father or my uncle. And when I saw the body, it was very clear that wasn't Uncle Fred, because it was dead. It was a non-existing body. The body was there, but there was no spirit. Yeah. Now, the whole time I knew Uncle Fred, I took him to be a body, because the whole time I knew Uncle Fred, I was taking myself to be a body. So I was mistaking the animating spirit in me as a body, so therefore I saw the same mistake in Uncle Fred, yeah? When I had the great 
example of Uncle Fred not being a body, it still didn't overtake my belief that I was a body because that belief is quite stubborn, yes? So I had a free sample. I saw that ain't Uncle Fred, but I was still seeing that from being Paul as a body, yeah? This is the stubbornness of the condition. Hmm. But there's nothing more stubborn than a fact. There's nothing more stubborn than reality. And we are really of spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Like it or not, you can get completely obsessed over yourself as a body for 50, 60 years. It's like nothing. Yeah. It doesn't change anything. Yeah. You are, it's like Popeye. I am that I am that I am that I am, you know. uh, Yeah. So... I find great assurance in that. I do. I feel like something does for me what I cannot do for myself. So the body relaxes. Yeah. It can't, it can't understand beyond its pay scale. It can't, it can't figure shit out. Yeah. It will hear a spiritual idea and will not get it. That's it getting it really. What it shows you is the understanding of the body cannot understand completely yes it doesn't it's not meant to it's like a toyota maybe can dreams of rolls royces but it can't really imagine what it would be like to be a rolls royce it's a toyota yes so in this case uh you know it says in our our book you know, you have to maintain this daily reprieve is based on the maintenance of a spiritual condition. Well, what is, what if you are a spiritual condition? Wouldn't that be the highest form of maintenance of a spiritual condition? Than to be one, I can't see any higher form of maintenance uh, of a condition than to be the condition itself. <laughs> I just don't see how, uh, I don't see how, <laughs> I just, yeah. Okay. All right, anyone have any shares or anything? So happy to be here. Thank you for, I'm looking well, forward Jason, to Jason uh, W has his hand up. All right, Jason W. From san diego area yes yes there you go yeah i'm sorry man but this talk is just blowing my mind just blowing my mind it's wonderful i was uh meeting with uh over the phone with the sponsee a little while ago it's probably about an hour ago or so and we came to this uh last page on working with others the, the squiggly writing as joe and charlie say the very last thing he says after all our problems of of our own making bottles were only a symbol Besides, we have stopped fighting anything or anybody. We have to. And he said, wait a minute. He goes, if I'm powerless, how is it that my problems are of my own making? Yes. And I said, and I said, that's a damn good question. And he said, uh, so we said, we got to think about this some this week because I, I didn't have any impromptu answer. It's like, some of the things that you talk about, I'm still grokking them, you know? So it's like, I was, I could just feel that the little place where the mind body was just like, 
I don't know. I don't know. So I was wondering if you had any reflections on that. Thanks. About that last statement about uh, we are basically that our problems are of our own making. Yeah, I just we're powerless. Don't, don't feel, yeah. I don't agree with that understanding. That's all. Yeah. But I also feel that the people who wrote the book, the most sobriety they had was four years and in time anyway. I think they were, and I believe the books are download. So in one second, they're saying like being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. The next paragraph, we're the source of all our own problems. Yeah. So it goes back and forth a lot. But there are these nuggets that I like to dwell on because that's how it's worked with me. Yeah. yeah. I don't agree with like we manufacture our own misery and that stuff I don't mm -hmm. you know but who am I it doesn't matter I just don't agree with it so I have a platform I'm going to share it mm -hmm. yeah I don't I don't see it uh I don't see that which took me over as me I I believe it presents itself as me all day but I just don't believe I'm that me that it's presenting yeah, thank God, <laughs> tell you the truth, and actually thank that power, yes. And so I feel, that's why we use the word parasite. We don't believe, I'm not saying there's an invisible parasite, but I would say there's a parasitical movement, yeah? And that parasitical movement, uh, let's say when it's infected with alcoholism, its traits get flamboyant, get blown out into a larger proportion so you can see them. So you can see that any life run on self-will could hardly be a success. That would be difficult to get through most people, but an, an, an addict or an alcoholic can recognize that because it's gone far, yeah? So I, my, this doesn't mean anything, but how I see it is there's an original condition which is the mental condition of being addicted to this idea of being a someone, yeah? A unique, separate, independent, long-lasting mm -hmm. thing. <clears throat> That's, that is what's in conscious contact. That is what's seeing. That is what's doing. That is what's feeling. I say that's the original addiction to me, yeah? And it's gone so far that in a sense, we, we take ourselves to be the drug of the mental condition, which is self, yeah. Mm. In other words, it would be like me living as cocaine. <laughs> Let's say I did so much cocaine, I reached an incredible extreme point where I thought I was cocaine. And now being cocaine, I'd start having other addictions like heroin use and shit like that. And I would try to get relief from the heroin use as the cocaine <laughs> and therefore obviously the relief from the heroin use wouldn't get me a real relief because i'm cocaine <laughs> so i would say that's why how i see self yeah yeah i do i feel like uh the mental state doesn't say i'm gonna be cocaine it says i am cocaine yeah it says i am self <laughs> already you know what are you going to do about that <laughs> try to get out of it ah love i love that go ahead 
trying to get out of me as me. <laughs> so therefore, I went into other addictions. Spirituality was a nice vehicle for addiction in a way. Drug addiction, uh, reading, you know, watching tons of films. There's a lot of things that are just okay. There's nothing right or wrong with them, but they can be vehicles for addiction. You know, any anything that we're doing can be a vehicle for addiction. Yeah. So, and most addictions, without seeing the first addiction, are never going to bring you what you're looking for because they're misdiagnosing. That's all. Yeah. Now we're trying to look at okay. <clears throat> Like, let's say you listen to the head today. The head sounds just like it did before you got sober. Yeah, in a way. It's just mm -hmm. dwelling on other, other topics more than the other ones it used to dwell on. But basically, the same voice that was talking to you before you were sober is talking to you now <laughs> as you. So in a, in a one way, that original addiction hasn't been truly affected much. It's still continuing. Mm -hmm. It's been subdued a lot, but it's still there. Yeah, it's it can still ruin your day. <laughs> you may not get arrested at the end of it, but yeah, it has that. So I feel you need to get down to the exact nature of the dilemma, which isn't, it's really not even alcoholism. It's the, uh, the bondage of self, yeah. I think alcoholism is an amplification of self, but it, I don't think you can get free from the effects of alcoholism today and still be bonded to self. So I think there's something there before there's alcoholism, really. So yeah. I think, uh, and these are just opinions, but this is how I see it. So yeah. Yeah. I think what we recover from is the bondage of self. We don't really recover from alcoholism. Those are amplifications of traits that were already there. That's one of the things that was very surprising to me when I got sober. I truly believed that my behavior was based on doing cocaine. And then when I stopped doing cocaine, I thought the behavior would stop and it didn't. And I was like, it was a rude awakening, one of many. I had a misunderstanding. I thought my unmanageability was caused by what I was doing, but it was really caused by my trying to manage, really. Yeah. I didn't know that was true until it was shown. So tons of stuff like that happened. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, yeah. <clears throat> Relief from the bondage of self, I don't believe is just completely just relief from alcoholism. I think it's relief from the underlying condition, which is the bondage of self, my feeling. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I, my idea that we are the problem, I'm, I don't believe that. So I think we're, we, we can be the problem and we can be the solution. <laughs> We have potentiality both ways. It's just based on what's running the show. Yeah. 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 
but I would, you know, I don't know. I feel it's necessary to see what's driving me crazy as foreign to, to me. But that's how it was shown to me. And uh, once I saw it as foreign, the I could entertain, I can be free from it. It was just like that. It was like a requirement for me to entertain being free from it. The requirement that I had was I had to see it as something other than me. And that's what was revealed. Yeah, I saw self as something other than me. And then immediately I had this possibility become alive, which is I can be free from it. And then it's followed that direction ever since. Yeah. And then it was it revealed to me that I was trying to be free as it for quite a while. See, I was bonded to this idea of self and I wanted to get free from self as self. So it was explained very quickly in a few minutes one day, but it really, its observation spanned a life since I was six years old to that present moment. It was pretty uh, comprehensive. (laughs) And it's never that, earthquake the tremors have never stopped over the years yeah if that shaked everything up it ruined my career as a circuit speaker yeah Self doesn't doesn't care if it has alcoholism or get relieved of it. It doesn't want to be relieved of self. (laughs) That's a real threat. (laughs) That's spot on. That's the real threat. What you just said, really, I think you just said it now, it was really blew my mind about how uh, it's the same voice. The topics may have changed a little bit, but it's still the same voice. It's oh yeah. It, it goes it has, back to when I was from when I was a little kid. Yes. Well, it 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 reveals itself in certain moments. You see the emperor with no clothes. It covers up quickly, but sometimes, uh, yeah, a huge effect occurs. Yeah. Yeah. It's not us. It isn't. It's not of us. Yeah, everything that happens in the play, there's an immunity to it because we are of the audience, so to speak, yes? So what's happening on the stage and shit, while you're on the stage, seems like everything is all completely this and that, but we're of audience, so to speak. We're not of the stage. So there's, we're in the stage, we're playing that whole thing, but we're not of it. That's where there's real relief because whatever character you're playing isn't leaving a lasting mark on what you are. Yeah. So, you know, like a lot of people, there's certain things and their way that our logic is that we, we cannot be be forgiven of, yes? But there is a forgiveness of it from being the audience, so to speak. Yeah, there's a relief there that you can't find sometimes on the stage. Yes? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Dog so, wants to go outside. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, uh, yep. Thanks, bro. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate it. Good to see you. Yeah. Paul, I don't see any other hands up. Well, that's all right. I need. I have some things to do today too. Oh, let's go. Uh, I think Maria wants to ask something. Come oh. on, Maria. Hi. I just um, really I just want to say thank you to you and to everyone here. You're just you sort of answering the questions before I form them. So, I this is helping. This is just making the biggest change for me. Fantastic. Well, it did the same thing for me, so yeah. that's why I'm, I'm actually I'm not actually here. I mean, I don't actually have. I mean, one of the problems for me isn't alcoholism, but it's. I mean, it's great coming to this group. It's actually fantastic hearing about twelve steps. I mean, just yeah, really. So thank you so much, Paul and everyone. So yeah. Well, you're welcome. But that's why you know it's a passing on. <laughs> that's what it is. You have it by giving it away. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not in the business of having it. I'm in the business of giving it away. Tell you the truth. <laughs> I don't want to have it. That's not how it is. This isn't something you have and not have. It's something that is that you give away. When it's given away, there's a recognition of it. Yeah. When you have it, you recognize it as something else, yours. <laughs> when you give it away, there's a clearer recognition of it, I feel. Ours, let's say. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for giving me this opportunity to give it away. It's my lifeblood really here. Seriously. Most stuff is incoming mail. <laughs> Too much incoming mail. It's nice to have outgoing stuff <laughs> so i really appreciate everyone here allowing me this platform it's very it's uh it's a essential in a sense for the mental health here <laughs> yes thank you maria nice to see you Anyone else before we say goodbye? I don't see any other hands, Paul. All right, great. Well, it was a rousing day. I hope this can, do we lose all these talks after, I keep getting things from iCloud telling me, your recordings are lost. I hope we don't. They're in, they're in YouTube, right, Michael, somewhere? Yeah. Yeah, they magically get uploaded to YouTube. That's good. I would recommend listening to some of this again. Yes. No, I can sometimes I'm when I'm it's coming through, I can feel a certain quality to some of them. Most of the time. And so, but some are yeah. It's a nice quality there. So there'll be some nuggets if you listen to it again. Yeah? Yeah. See, I'm like the in a way. You're like the stream with the gold nuggets in it. So the stream's telling you there's some gold nuggets in it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah lately, there's been uh, some of them. Um, the head, it's a lovely thing because there's a mental logic that's 
like a pretzel that's its expiration date was long ago. Yeah. This is another kind of logic that will confront the mental logic. Yeah. And this logic is based on blue is blue and red is red. <laughs> you know what I mean? The heart in this logic, the horse is always in front of the cart and it, uh, it really shows the absurdity of the mental logic. It really does. It brings it into stark contrast. How insane what we're listening to is. <laughs> it's just completely crazy. So, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, thanks. So, uh, Michael, Stacy, as always, thank you for your service and the air around you of being of service. It's very, it's potent. I can feel it all the time. All right, we got Kerry from Hawaii in his nice little locale at the compound. It's awesome. Hey, good talk, Paul. Are you talking again today at 1.30? Uh, yes, we're looking at 4.30, uh, 430 Pacific time. Cool. It's, you can get to it on, on the website, on the event. It's for another group about uh, the idea of non-duality. So. That's fourth. Thank you to remind me. Actually, <laughs> I was forgetting I'm supposed to be there. So that's good. Thank you, Kerry. So we, uh, yeah. So that's uh, 4:30 Pacific time. Sinzen Bitchlap. Walter, the brother from another mother. There he is. Yes. Maria, nice, nice to meet you, honey. Yeah. Kim, as always, there she is, shaking up the world. We got Maria, another Maria. Nice to see you, Maria. Is this the lady from Philadelphia? Have I blown to call you yet? You know, I'm really stumped. I'm having a problem being a little like, uh, it's an old idea, but I'm looking at the tickets. They want $1,000 to fly to Newark and uh, basic economy. I can't even wear like two pairs of underwear. You gotta, you know, no carry on, nothing. Thousand bucks, I could fly to freaking Auckland for that. It's crazy, so I haven't decided yet. <laughs> I'm trying to get over that idea. <laughs> I look at flights to Rome, $500. Newark, New Jersey, a <laughs> thousand. What the hell? <laughs> Let's say Rome, Newark, Rome, Newark, Rome, Newark. Hey, wait. Rome 500, Newark 1000. What? This seems like a really weird world. Eh? <laughs> so I'll, I'll let you, I'll call you when, I, when we get it together. Yes. And then see. Thank you. Thank you for putting up with me. Joseph C. from France. Always a pleasure. Jason from San Diego. Jack, he's all cleaned up. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. But hey, you can the nuggets, bro. Oh yes, you're welcome. Stefan, as always, on having never left. Roman, always a pleasure. Uh let's see who else here. We got Karen R. Nice to see you, Karen. Nanette, thank you for your support. Yes. Always a pleasure, Nanette. Nanette's a lively one. Mickey, the matriarch of Madeira. PK 
from Long Island City. I've missed PK. I'm happy to see him again. Nice to see you, PK. Yep. We got Catherine. Pleasure. Thank we got you. Anish. Thank yes. you, Oh, yeah. You're welcome. Catherine. We got Alex on the phone. We got, oh, Jacob from Seattle. Always a pleasure. Oliver from Berlin. We got Kathleen. Hmm, let's see who else is here. I think that's about it. Uh, uh, phone. Yeah. Hey, thank you for coming today. And we'll see you. We'll see you soon. Yes.